This is the final word, Pakistan, Australia, Australia, Pakistan, whatever way you want to do it. Daily, it's day three, we're at Perth, Jeff Lemon, Adam Collins, brought to you by Seabus Super, and you, Adam, are going to tell me about an entire day of test cricket, all 14 overs that they managed to bowl of it, um, in the space of 30 seconds. All right, Pakistan resumed at 2 for 132, eventually dismissed for 271 on the stroke of T, so batting the better part of two sessions, Imam Al-Haq top scored with 62, he was stumped from the bowling of Nathan Lyon, took three wickets, finishing with 499, a beautiful delivery from Stark to knock over Safraz Ahmed, the former captain and Mitchell Marsh got rid of Barbara's arm caught behind for 21. Australia's turn they were two for five at one stage when Warner and Manus were both out to the pull shot Warner for a duck consolidation mm -hmm. before the close Australia lead by 300 at two for 84 uh, Smith's on 43, Kowajan on 34. There's my 30-second summary. I like it. It's got most of what we need. I don't need. know. It's got, it's, it, it, may not, it may have been a bit longer than 30 seconds. I think it was pretty good. I reckon we are about, I'm guessing 33 seconds was my, my spidey sense on that. Okay. Someone can let us know in the comments how close you were. Um, and I think you covered all of the ground we needed to cover. It, basically, we're coming back to that thing where sometimes, just for a little while, the visiting team in Australia who's getting pounded, you just think, ooh, they might be, they might be finding their way back into this here. And that was what was happening in the morning session. Uh, the night watch goes, so so Shazad, Karam Shazad, did his job, made seven, fine, that's Didn't all. want to be in the same postcode as Pat Cummins, no, though. not really. Not <laughs> they talk really. about playing leg side of the ball. That was yeah. taking it to the uh, taking it to a whole new level. He did okay against Mitchell Stark the he previous well evening, night, yeah. and, and yeah. he got through, and that's fine. That's all he needed to do. Barbara Asim's there. Imam al-Haq is just playing even more the way that he was playing the day before, yeah. just, just absorbing, 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 like an excellent kitchen sponge, <laughs> you know, a revolutionary one, one that has changed the, the face. The yeah, the ShamWow. I reckon I bought a ShamWow or two off the, uh, off some of those horrible sort of early internet shopping websites. Yeah, you know, those ones that always promise that they've completely revolutionised the way, you know, like Mitchell Stark inventing sleeves, that kind of thing. <laughs> that version, but for sponges. He was doing that, and everything looked pretty good up until, what was it, about half an hour before lunch? And, yeah. And then, and then Mitchell Marsh and a little, a little edge from Barbara Asim, and it's held. And then suddenly, I don't know what happened in Imam's brain, but he goes, I think I might just run past. One. Um, I think the, the, uh, it's worth, worth setting it up though, right? So yep. the Barber one is a great piece of... What I like about Mitch Marsh in this attack, he actually balances them in a way that we don't normally talk about. Mm. A genuine swing bowler. That's mm. what he's turned himself into. You know, the ankle problems, the shoulder problems, the time out of cricket, yep. um, the, the, the breaking his hand at one stage as well. All of that combined means he's never going to bowl 140 anymore. I think there was one summer in 15, 16 where he's bowling mid-140s. Yeah. That's that's not going to happen, right? But what he can do, he's got great skills and he's worked on that and his outswinger mm -hmm. is good enough to on its day. Yeah. He's got boat hunting up. skills, he's got computer hacking skills, he's got <laughs> he can excellent code. skills. <laughs> he can code, you know, he's got, uh, but, but he can also get his the ball His favourite animal is a liger. That's a cross between a lion and a tiger. <laughs> Good knowledge, good knowledge from you. But you know, he sets up Barber with two because last night he had a couple that really got through the mm. heavy ball. Dare I say it? Ball. And then he bowls two of those back of a length numbers to Barber, yep. then pitches one one meter or so further up the track, comes forward a fraction tentatively, edges behind and Kerry takes a, ju a juggled but important catch behind mm. the stumps. Is Kerry's he a juggalo? Do you think Kerry was a juggalo in his younger days? Did he paint his face and <laughs> listen to the music of Insane Clown Posse? He might have done. Well, I've got a, I've got a Hall of Fame nomination okay. to do with a piece of music from around that era. Uh, later on, that'll be. But no, um, uh, by the way, our show's brought to you by Super Super. 40 yeah. years this year, Super yeah. Super. I said that, oh, said said that, that at the start. Sorry. You don't trust me. 
You I don't had a trust feeling me. you hadn't said it. I said it. You said it. You you can verify that. Put it in the comments. <laughs> I said it. Jeff said it. We've done Scrub it twice. back. Rewind. Watch. I've said it. Okay, that's fine. They're it's getting fine. their money's worth today. I hope so. Uh, so the uh, yeah. So the Marsh uh, wicket wasn't in isolation, mm. uh, and nor was uh, yeah Kerry taking the catch and having to hold on to a pretty sharp stumping. Yeah. I know Imam runs past it, but right arm over mm. the wicket, wide of the crease isn't always the way that Kerry is mm. taking stumpings from mm-hmm. for line. Usually mm-hmm. it'd be lying around the wicket, right, and beating the edge and so yeah. on. So I thought that he would have been obscured for a little bit of the time because of the dance and because of the way he played at the ball. Yep. So, you know, he reacted well, took it in the webbing, a la Ian Healy, and dragged the ball down to complete sure. a, a tidy piece of work. And then Stark intervenes with a Well, it a almost happened yesterday because Imam had one of those yesterday where he came down um, and, and Lyon, I think, picked that he was coming and pulled the length back and he had to really do the tarantula dance him arm to kind of stab the bat at the ball and manage to get something on at that time yesterday yeah today not the case yeah but but I, I, before you before we get on to Mitchell Stark I'm, okay. I'm going to come back to that Imam I'm going to say you're allowed you're allowed to make 62 off 199 balls if you don't play a dumb shot like that like if you don't then go I've got to go all the way the other way and try to punt him over deep mid wicket you, you, you can play that sort of innings if you're going to keep playing that sort of innings and and be there throughout the entire thing you can you can you can up your tempo a little bit but it, it frustrates me when players show so little uh, care about scoring they just absorb 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 yeah. absorb and then play a massive shot like that it's going all the way from first gear to fifth gear and if you do that you drop your transmission like it, yeah. it, it's it doesn't work for a reason um it doesn't work in a whole lot of analogies for a reason and it doesn't work in this <laughs> kind of cricket for a reason and that that dismissal pissed me off more than any other today because because of the, the fact that he just hadn't been interested in trying to pick up the scoring a little bit trying to turn over more singles trying to do something other than just bat and bat and and, and people have had these conversations around more aggressive test cricket and all the rest of it on the basis that, yeah, cool, you can bat for five hours, but if you haven't scored any runs, then you haven't actually hurt us that much. I'd add to that by saying the most glaring example of his mindset was at the non-striker's end. He mm-hmm. just wasn't backing up. Yeah, He was, cliched as it is, you know, leaning on his splice. When Barbara's yeah. arm was at one end and he was at the other, mm. yeah, it was a tough passage of play. They're probably not looking for quick singles, acknowledging yep. that um, there was nearly a run out from a quick single that he took first ball of the day. Anyway, put that to one side. Um, for the most part, you know, they were showing the um, the front foot no ball cam at one stage. His both feet and the bat were inside the popping crease. Mm. So the ball was being delivered. That's not good batting. That's lazy batting. That's not. That's putting pressure on your your batting partner. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot going for him, Arm, as an international cricketer. Huge amount of time for him. But I agree, he might have top scored. He did a lot right, uh, taking the shot off the ball, got through endless tough passages of play but um, yeah you've got to meet that or you've got to balance that with mm. showing intent to score when you can and I don't think that was there and I think I do think it added extra pressure so yep. um, you know when he gets out the way that he does Safraz may not have, may not look pretty on the replay but Safraz is probably mm. thinking right I've got to tick the board over here yes I need I need to keep the game moving in Pakistan's favor and make the most of what I can coming in one spot lower due to the mm-hmm. night watchman that um, walked out Kuram the previous night so he gets a ball from Stark that we've seen so often in white ball cricket, full swinging through the gate. We think Stark does it all the time. He actually doesn't, especially in red ball cricket. It's, mm. it's a rarity to see him do something uh, quite so beautiful. And when yeah. it comes off, it's um, it's glorious to observe. It was. The off stump flips yeah. over and over, backwards on itself. Uh, and, and that can happen, right? You come out early in your innings, you get a good ball, you get out. That's, that's why the imam thing has an yeah. effect, because he's got to know that whoever's coming in next might 
face that sort of delivery, they might have something like that go on. And so that's why you've got to make sure that you're not so far behind on the scoreboard. I'm not sure quite where it ended up, but I know that once once Pakistan ticked over 100 overs faced, they were about 220 runs behind Australia, who'd faced 113 overs. So in right. so they'd faced they were getting close to as many overs faced, and they were still more than 200 runs behind where Australia had been. Yeah, they uh, faced 101.5 overs, and Australia in their first innings faced 113.2. So yeah, yeah it's, it's a good point that they batted at basically half the pace of Australia, yes. maybe 60% of the pace of Australia, and they're going to pay for it now. I reckon. I mean, they had their window. Yep. You know, like you joked before, we, we have these moments when opposing sides come over here and give a glimpse of what might be possible. Yeah. Uh, and when they get those two quick wickets, and to the credit of Shazad, using the surface, it was inconsistent. Balls hit the cracks that did that, and those that did that. Warner was mindful of that, I suppose, because it was a, a fairly indecisive pull shot that gets the top edge. It was the one that he's tried to stamp out of his game. Yeah, because it he, it's that short arm short arm pull off yeah. the hip that we saw him get out to probably seven or eight times over the course of a few years of Test cricket. It was always caught at mid-wicket inside what would have been the circle in, in white ball stuff. And he was really frustrated at continuing to get out that way and he managed to stop himself playing it to the point that he was playing that kind of scoop shot that we saw him play in the first innings here. And then today, I don't know what happened, there was one that kept very low outside the off there stump. two of them. Two of them yeah. kept low off the crack, I reckon. And so, that, so maybe he was thinking about that or maybe it just, just disrupted his thought process a bit but he just teleported, he went back in time and he just played that shot again and he was out the same way. Yeah, the sort of shot he never would have played 24 or 48 hours before mm. when he was really in the groove and making great decisions the whole way through. Mm. He barely played a false stroke on day one. Um, yeah, and just on, on on how all that all played out, then Labashain comes out, cops one on the finger, again reinforcing the volatility of the surface. And we want that, by the way. I mean, mm. the first Test match played at this venue in 2018 did really go up and down on day four, I think it was, with Mohammed Shami. And that added to the spectacle. It was almost yep. dangerous. I mean, it's almost exciting, like kind of Wacker 1989 energy mm -hmm. when the pitch is doing things like that. Um, not huge cracks or anything, but enough. And you want to have yeah. each surface around the country have something slightly different about it. And Perth, its point of difference historically has been pace and been volatility. And we didn't have that for a number of years at the Wacker, and we do have it transported across here to the Casino Stadium. Yes. So that's that's good, I think. And look, Smith and Kawaja had to battle hard. At one stage, Kawaja was three from 33 or something like that. Smith came out batting really well, I thought. Sometimes Smith needs it to be working against the side for him to mm -hmm. lift or something like that. And it felt yep. that way today. He hit glorious cover drive, a beautiful on drive. And you're like, OK, this is the kind of day where Smith's going to finish 50-odd not out and we'll set up for mm. a second innings 100 tomorrow and get into the series properly and into the summer properly. However, he's been hit on the arm twice. Once on the shoulder, one he ducked into mm. and kind of turned his head on. And then more problematically, one just above that arm guard. Remembering that, yep. that, that wrist problem, um, he probably wouldn't have played the fifth test at the Oval um, if, if not for the fact that it was the final test of the series. He played injured there. Yeah. He missed the series in South Africa mm -hmm. to recuperate and he came back for the World Cup. But he said in the World Cup it wasn't 100% either. So yeah. I went on at the press conference. There'll be more to play out on that, I think. But, you know, if Smith is injured, yeah. I mean, I don't know. If Smith's injured and do they... How, how, to what extent do they mess with that start of a summer? You, you, you can hear the chant around the country. Maxwell. Maxwell. Maxi for Melbourne. They'll sell 30,000 more tickets at yeah. the MCG. They only sold 15,500 mm. today or something. It was meant to be their biggest attended day, being the yep. Saturday. They played club cricket today. Yeah. I mean, in Adelaide, for all those years where the test, I mean, it's probably still the case, um, day test match, um, they never played 
club cricket on a Saturday in Adelaide because they wanted to get people through the gates. I have no idea why okay. cricket was played today recreationally. I, I, have, I have two questions on this, and you as someone who's played a lot more club recreational yep. cricket than I have, uh, you might be able to answer this. I hear this all the time about how, well, you can't play it up against club cricket and so on. Realistically, how many more people would have showed up? Like two, I, I can't imagine it's more than a couple of thousand uh, yeah. seats difference in terms of who shows Look, up. Look, I've got a theory doesn't. on this, which has developed over the last three days. I don't think there's a culture of just lobbing up to a test match in the same way we have in Melbourne because of the gigantic stadium we've grown up with. As right. kids, it's like, oh, should I go to the test match today? Oh, well, I why not? I and might. yes, it's yeah. between Christmas and New Year, which clearly adds to that. But just the sort of casual nature of test match mm. attendance has always been built into the Melbourne model. Here it wasn't. Over at the WACA, a stadium that, I mean, I loved it for different reasons. You hated it for the um, for the problems with the hill and not having the, 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 the suitable shading shade areas. Just being cooked to death on the yeah. rotisserie out there. And I understand why, on that basis, people over time would have thought, oh, well, going to the test match is just something that I don't do too often, mm-hmm. right? And now we may not be getting the casual traffic. Here, though, if they don't have club cricket, sure. you're, you're thinking about... I wish I knew how many um, recreational Saturday afternoon players there were in Australia. I don't anymore. That's to my chagrin. But let's assume there's about 100,000, maybe 20,000 of them playing WA, maybe a quarter of them rock up, maybe a tenth of them rock up, two or 3,000. It's not a game-changing number of people. That's what I'm saying, right? So I always hear this rec cricket thing, and I I think it's bullshit. I think it's, it's... You can always engineer a reason as to why the crowd was big or the crowd was small. Oh, it was school holidays, it was a Wednesday, it was it was just after Johnny Farnham's farewell concert, whatever. You can come up with something. Well, Damien Oliver's final ride today as right. well. 6,000 people down the yeah. road watching him win. True. And he's astonishing into his um, career as a jockey, which is down the road from here. I get that might have played into today as well, specifically. Maybe, but yeah. maybe, by, maybe a few hundred people. It's not It's not the reason why you didn't get 30,000 on a Saturday to watch a test match no. instead of 15. It may not be a 30-15 thing, right, but the, the Wacker wanted more than yesterday today and it might have yes. made a difference to that but they were pumping up the fact that this is now the record attendance in Perth for a test against Pakistan and it's like come on how many tests have you played against Pakistan in Perth about five this is the six I think yeah. yeah so not one since 2004 yeah it's a little bit um, highest opening partnership on a wet Tuesday sort of right. situation yeah my other question is tiny arm guards they just annoy me. What's the point of a tiny arm guard? Like, just wear an arm guard or don't wear an arm guard. Are, are people so actually bothered by the fact that the arm guard's a bit bigger, that it's in their way, that they then wear the one that doesn't actually cover your whole arm? And then it's like, maybe I'll get lucky and the ball will hit my tiny arm guard. Or maybe yeah. it won't. Hold me close to tiny arm yeah. guard. Like, I think that, like... Shits me. I, I reckon it's probably the same reason why Smith doesn't like wearing the clips in the back of his helmet. Sure. He's used to doing it a certain way, and this changes the certain way. And the he's tiny so... arm guard's only been around a few years. I've only seen... I reckon the, the first time I reckon I first saw it with him yeah. at Joffre Day right. at Lords in 2019. I don't think I saw one that small until then. Anyway, mm. with Smith, yeah, I don't know for sure. I'm tipping it's that he's okay. done things a certain way forever, and messing with the messing with the computer, messing sure. with the mainframe might change the mm-hmm. way the you know all sure. of that with him. He's different to most people in that sense, right? All right. Um, I'm willing to give him a pass on that because at least he's got some protection on the area that was, was injured and most players don't wear arm guards in modern cricket, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, but sure, I think it's worth noting that Chris Rogers got around in one for 20 years. He went okay. Yeah, he, he wore a dirty, filthy old giant yeah. arm guard that covered <laughs> most of his upper body and it just got in behind it. It was like a like a surfboard, I don't know. They are harder to bat with. Yeah, okay. Uh, you know, they, they, they do feel different when... Uh, yeah. yeah, I've never worn one, so uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how annoying it is um, because, you know, obviously anything that I play, people are bowling at about 40 kilometres an hour. Um, but... At the top level, I would have thought you could figure out how to wear one. Uh, what else have we got? So they're 300 ahead at the end, uh, which means, you know, it should should be fait accompli. Um, get another 
50 runs, it doesn't matter if they get bowled out really at that point. Not um, really, yeah. I mean, they're going to have a, a pitch that's working for them. Mm-hmm. It'll get one more roll, it'll open up more. It was 34 degrees here today, which should mean overnight the pitch continues to have that deterioration that we saw today. Even though there is more grass on it, like this is great segue, it's becoming a long podcast. Um, I like that pitchers in Australia have more grass on them now. Mm-hmm. Gone are the days of them being. Um, shaved down to nothing and kind of hoping the only volatility or, or, or deterioration you would get be, would be via footmarks or via yeah. cracks. Now there's an extra element. It's like, how does the grass behave against an old ball into days four mm-hmm. and five? I suppose we're, we're about to find out. Jeff, I think we should move straight along. To the, the final word. Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Oh, we didn't even practice that. Brought that was, to you that by... That impromptu. <laughs> that, is, that is hive mind. <laughs> Brought to you by Seabus Super. Um, one of the things that Seabus Super do bloody well... Yeah is their fees and let me explain why you're only charged for the admin and investment fees needed to manage your account so being run to benefit members all of the fees and costs are Mm -hmm. kept as low as possible and all profits go to members not shareholders that's different to retail funds but this is the industry fund one of these which CBUS have been part of since day dot and that means that they have this Mm -hmm. test they need to meet for every dollar that's spent that there's value delivered back to their members and that yep. reflects the way they deal with their administrative fees. And again, that, that is yeah. about trying to give people the types of returns we've talked about before. The 8.89% uh, average on the MySuper account across 39 years since it's the inception of the fund, um, that's contributed to mm-hmm. uh, by the, the low fees that I've referred to before. So um, bear that in mind, seedbysuper.com.au, yep. get your super sorted out. Uh, past performance is not a reliable indicator uh, on future performance. If that were the case, Steve Smith would be on nothing because he never makes runs in the third innings. Yeah, it's true, actually. Uh, yeah, uh, he does, he uh, does. He's a big dipper. Can he make a third innings 100 here? That would be interesting. All right, what do we got Hall of Fame-wise? Uh, I'm going to say hello to Alison, who I met on the train on the way in, who was very cheerful and, th- and enthusiastic about the test match coming up. Um, also, I was having a little wander around on the concourse just before the lunch break, um, and, and heading off towards the train station was a dad with his two young boys, and he was on the phone, and he was like, yeah, now nah, we're heading home. The boys have had enough. I was like, come on. It's not even lunch yet. What is wrong with the five-year-olds of today? Well, you can't sit in the sun for eight hours. What kind of children are you raising? You're going to take them home at lunch? It's not even lunch. It was 15 minutes before lunch. Sort it out. Sit on Get the them hill. back in there. Sit on the hill on a beanbag. Absolutely. In the shade. I'm, I'm ashamed of those Kids children. Kids these days. Oh, they don't have the ticker. They don't have the bottle. They don't have the stamina. How do you raise West Australians who can't sit in the sun for 24 hours? Remember the old, remember the, the, remember the taps at the Wacker? Yeah. They would say, this is the water that Justin Langer drank when yeah. he was growing up. Yep. He's fucking hard. Sure, it might have some cadmium in it, <laughs> but that's just part of the secret sauce. That's what made him so special. Uh, I've got things to talk about in the Hall of Fame. Yep. A little stat for you. Okay. Uh, Rick Finlay, yep. by his Twitter account, okay. 4% of uh, players that have made 100 in the first innings have made a duck in the second. So oh. one in twenty-five, and Warner joins that club okay. today. Yep, ton with and done. Innings blob. Um, just, just wanted to say about the Alex Carey thing this morning. Lots of headlines. Like his explanation about, about yesterday. Oh, we didn't even talk about this yesterday yeah. because he didn't end up affecting a stumping yeah. when the ball was flicked back to him from short leg. Yeah, and look, I, it would have been out, and he should have done it. It was a mistake. I think it was a keeping error. Um, if I'm being really, really harsh, but in that instinct, he thought the foot was down, and he was. And he said today's momentum was going backwards, and he kind of missed. And you can see that he does touch the stumps with the ball. Mm. I think he thought he had, and by that point, he's leaning backwards. I mean, that's but also, I been, think he thought the foot was down because the foot is down at the point that he's going towards the stumps, and then it lifts just at the last second. Yeah. I don't think he's got time to compute that. Yeah, there's a that, lot being read into. Well, there's a lot being read into that and the psychology. And, oh. 
the but psychology. He, choked, of, he bottled it. Well, Lord's he went spirit home at of cricket, lunch. spirit of cricket, Lords, he, he, hangover, yeah. and so on. Yeah, he I, mentally I, went home at lunch. Yeah, I, I get that people have arrived at that conclusion, but yeah, I think that's a bit too I convoluted. I, I, yeah. I just can't. If I thought that was the case, I'd say it, but sure. I, but I don't. Um, yeah. Some uh, people are very good at projection. Maybe. Uh, yeah. What else have I got here? I've got other things written down. Oh, Starkey. <laughs> Starkey. 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 Starkey's got his smile back. Um, uh, when he put his um, uh, he, first over with the second Newey, mm. it was a very wayward over. Mm. It was a very wayward over. He put his hat on top of his nose, in front of his face, presumably to swear or something mm. like that. Yep. But, he, but he kept it there all the way down to find leg from the pitch. So he could swear was, a lot. It was an yeah. act of balance that okay. I, I, I quite admired. Another left arm seamer. Yeah. Weirdly, he was on a unicycle at the time. It was outstanding. <laughs> the other left arm seamer in this match, yes. Shaheen Sharafridi, yeah. he got a glimpse of the pimple. Oh yeah! Holy dooly! It's more a is it a is it a cyst? Is it a? He's, I think he said it's a pimple. It is massive. What, yeah, As someone yeah. that suffered from bad skin growing mm. up, I, I sympathise with him. I hope it's okay. I hope he gets toothpaste all over it tonight to dry it out. It must be infected. Uh, so I, I, my theory is all the sunscreen. You put a lot of sunscreen on. The oil clogs yeah. up the pores, yeah. and then you get like a blocked pore, and then it starts to get a little bit infected, and then it's on a very juicy bit of tender tissue right between the eyes. Mm. They got him right between the eyes with that. Pimple. Pimple. Occupational uh, hazard with yeah. the sunscreen and the oils exactly. and, the, and the bad skin. Yeah, a bit you, like you, how a lot of cricketers have have to go to advanced hair. Yeah, yeah. You need a good cleanser and a good toner, Shane, in order to wash that stuff off at the end of the day. That's the solution. Um, uh, mentioned music earlier. Where's uh, one one group of uh, rugged individualists mm. from over in the great state of Western okay. Australia when Travis survivalists, <laughs> yeah, digging a bunker, yeah, nativists, uh, when, when Jerry cans <laughs> full of water. <laughs> When Travis Head came on to bowl, started singing, Where's your head at? Oh, Where's your, your head, head at? Like, how fucking good is that? That is uh, Well played to them. Yeah, there's um, not a lot of Basement Jacks cricket no, crossover. No, there should be say. more. There were, um, uh, Collingwood used to sing, yeah. Where's your didactic? And we used to sing it back to them when Mark Graham always blanketed Alan Didac. He yeah. never had a good game against okay. Hawthorne. Hebe, Mark Graham always had his number. There's, there's no, the only Basement Jacks cricket thing I can think of is I do say bingo bango quite a bit when something <laughs> has been achieved. You know, you, you, you do this, mm. you, you bring Shaheen back on, for you switch him around to the other end. Bingo, bingo bango. Bango. And that is also a Basement Jacks mm. track. Um, I've already said that. Ba, ba, oh, yeah. ba, 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 ba. Uh, Sal Shaquille um, made 26 today. Sword 22, the campaign continues. Now, yes. 14 test innings, yeah. never made less than 22. Yep. He's now a final word, if he mm-hmm. wasn't before. He's now a final word favourite. Yeah. I'm sure he's in your oh, team yeah. of the year. He's definitely in my team, in my of, the team of the year. You can't average um, 150 before you've even finished your work for the year and not be in the team. Yeah, of the he's year. only played three test matches, but not his fault that Pakistan aren't getting. Uh, this was his fourth, I think. Yeah. I think I'm right in saying. Oh, but the point okay. is, is that you know um, they're not playing enough test cricket, and yep. Sean Masood's right to be critical. 22. Of that. He could do the Taylor Swift cover. I don't know about you, but I'm making <laughs> 22. <laughs> Saw 22. Let's stay on this. Let's stay big on following his career. Uh, I've already met. Oh, and only oh, last but not least, um, the the Salman. Uh, DRS decision yeah. when he was trapped league before and I was so sure it was going to be given out you can probably see my notes here sure. I've written the whole entry and had to write the scribble the whole thing out right. I was certain that was going to be confirmed by DRS but it was sliding sliding on down the leg side uh, Jeff that is our final word Hall of mm-hmm. Fame for C-Bus Super and I believe that's our show as well thank you for watching and or listening yep. Yes, uh, either of those things. Maybe both of those things. Why not do both? Why not bump the algorithm on both the platforms if you want? It doesn't cost you anything. Mm. It's the internet. Let's do it, both. Data's free by now, pretty much. Yeah. Um, you're, you're paying for some of it. You're paying for all of it. All right, that's it. That's the end of the show. Patreon.com slash the final word if you want to help us out. And otherwise, keep your eye out for day four. It's coming your way. Au revoir. <laughs> <laughs> Never said that before. Never. <laughs> Never will again. <laughs> Bonsoir, baby. <laughs> 
protected by the right ain't fenced in my future questions my current senses that'll be the same we've been doing for centuries sorry if i ran out to empty wrote this so you know what i meant here i had to go about it write it out